Hello and welcome to Winter Faith with Fraser, the Winter Faith podcast. I'm your host, Andy Fraser, and I'm excited for you to uh, be with me today. I know some people might be listening for the first time, and some people are maybe have listened to every single episode. But either way, I'm just uh, Glad that you are tuning in to my podcast, and today's podcast is going to be on conflict in relationships. So I know that uh, my last episode, I kind of talked about how I wanted to do a series on relationships, and relationship is, is something where I'm thinking about all sorts of relationships, relationships with your family, relationships with your friends, maybe relationships with your coworkers. But specifically, you know, for me, the relationship I'm thinking of is a relationship with a spouse. I'm going to be married, and that is coming up quickly here in a few weeks. So I wanted to do a few, a few uh, uh, lessons on on relationships, and conflict is something that I believe is is an important part of all relationships. And one of the, the quotes that I like from a uh, book I was reading says. The problem is not really the problem, it's how you handle the problem. So I'm going to read that again. The problem is not really the problem, the problem is how you handle the problem. So that's just something that I think I'm just now beginning to learn this in my life. I'm 32 years old, and I think that a lot of my life has been running away from conflict, that if there's anything in a relationship that has a conflict, whether it's parents, whether it's siblings, whether it's people from church, that that somehow is negative, that that somehow is bad. But now I'm beginning to see that, no, conflict is kind of a necessary part. It's not even a necessary evil, but I would say it's a necessary hard thing to do for many of us. Um, we want to kind of avoid conflict, some, some of us, at least with my personality, I think I kind of want to avoid it. Some people are not like that. So really the problem is how you handle situations. How do you handle conflict? How do I handle conflict? How do I handle situations that come up? And one of the things that is difficult in any sort of problem is is you're not just working with yourself, you're working with someone else. So I can't control how someone else reacts to my actions. So I think a lot of, uh, for me, the difficult thing about conflict is I avoid it, I want to run away from it. Also, another thing is I think I have a hard time being assertive. So assertiveness is something that is a struggle for me. I had a counselor recommend a book to me, uh, and this book is called You're Perfect to Write, and it's known as the Assertiveness Bible. And I'm going to read the subtitle here, Assertiveness and... Uh, equality in your life and in your relationships and one of the things that i've picked up on this idea of conflict and and to me most of my conflict comes from what it means to be assertive and there's kind of three stages with this you can be uh or three different ways you can look at conflict you can be aggressive 
you can be passive or you can be assertive. And so those are kind of the three ways I think most common of how we deal with uh, assertiveness is you can be aggressive about your assertiveness and really want to get what you want. This is known uh, as the conflict or as a, uh, a conquest way to deal with conflict. You can also be uh, a lack of assertiveness to the point of um, passiveness. And so passiveness is when you're kind of letting everything go by. And then also just plain assertiveness, so not being passive, not being aggressive, just being assertive is a very kind of strong sense of this is my boundary, this is what I'm going to do. And then the other person has to come in, or maybe it's the group of people has to come in, and they have to deal with that boundary that you set, which can be very difficult for people. So four ways to deal with conflict. I think this is a maybe clearer way of what I'm trying to say. Four ways to deal with conflict. We have conquest, which is to seek the battle, to seek to win, and to beat the other person. So the first one is conquest. Seek battle, seek to win, beat that other person or the other viewpoint or the other people. A second way to deal with conflict is surrender. That I'll just give in because I don't want to deal with the other person, I don't want to deal with the other people, I don't want to deal with the group, and I will just let um, the other side win this argument. So that's just surrender. So we have conquest, we have surrender. The third one, withdrawal. That I give up, I don't really want to talk about this, so I'm just going to walk away and hope that the, another, the other side just kind of leaves and, and never speaks about it again. So we just w withdraw from whatever we're going through. And the fourth one is a resolution. That's we, I will talk it out. I will fight in a respectful manner. I will come to a conclusion and we will have an answer together, the two sides. So we got conquest, surrender, withdrawal, and resolution. And anytime we look at, at something like this as I prepare for my upcoming marriage, I know that this is an area that I need experience in. And I would say in relationships in the past, not not romantic relationships, but in all relationships, I've just kind of avoided conflict. I think I would shut down emotionally and I would not say what I'm thinking. One of the things that I think is important is, as I've learned in the past year from a supervisor at work is, hey, whatever I'm going through, I need to speak it in the here and now. So... I need to kind of hold those feelings of, hey, this is what I'm feeling here and now, so I might need to communicate to that other person. Even if we can't talk about it in depth, I need to be able to say, hey, this is what I'm feeling right now. I'm very upset at you because uh, you showed up late, and so now we can't talk about it right now, but we, we need to put this on hold. I'm very upset. I just want you to know that. So that's being assertive. I'm clearly stating this is how I'm feeling in this moment. And then maybe coming up with kind of an action plan. I know we, I'm very angry you're late. I know we can't talk about it right now. But hey, tonight at 8 o'clock, let's talk about it. So you kind of set a time to set it up. I think there's something very healthy about just having that here and now in, uh, in a way to not shut down emotionally and not say what I'm thinking. So in, in, in the past, I would shut down emotionally I would maybe clam up and, and not say what I need to say. Um, I would hide in not stating my opinions because I wanted I didn't want to say something that the other person would disagree with. So I didn't, you know, that's another way of saying I wanted to avoid conflict, but 
also specifically if I have a viewpoint but maybe other people in the room or maybe that person in the room doesn't agree with that viewpoint then I, I would rather just not say it because I'm kind of running away from the conflict that might come from whatever I would say or, or disagree with another thing is uh, other than just not saying my opinions is I think because of wanting to please other people I always listen to what other people had to say even if I disagree with it without saying anything just because I didn't want to cause any conflict so I might hear something that is way off in my opinion but I don't address it so these are all things that that in the past I used to do and I, you know in the past when I you know thinking theologically since this is a, a theological spiritual podcast um, when I looked at Jesus in the past I always saw Jesus as a man of peace and not conflict but there's some interesting parts about Jesus, and maybe I'll talk about this in a later episode, but uh, just a few examples. You know, Jesus was able to call out people like the Pharisees when he thought they were doing something wrong. He would he would have, he even insulted them and called them names and whatnot, which is kind of strange to think about Jesus calling people names. But he would call people hypocrites. He would call people out if they're in the Pharisees. Also, within his own teaching class, within his own discipleship group of 12, he would call the guys out when they were wrong. He would call them out. And, and one of the most famous lines is what he says to Peter before the crucifixion, get me behind me, Satan, because you have not, you don't have the things of God in mind, but you have the things of man in mind. You're on the side of Satan, basically, because you're going against what God wants. So he calls, Jesus calls out the Pharisees because they're being hypocrites. He calls about his disciples for for not understanding fully and not believing in him fully. We also have an example of Jesus going into the temple and overturning the temple tables and and taking a whip and, and cracking down and, and kind of clearing the temple because he thought people were, you know, making too many deals. He said this is a place, you know, this is a place of worship. It's not a place for sale for sales. It's not a place for business, but this is a place of worship. So that's a specific example. Also, the other things are specific, but of Jesus really causing some conflict when he when he sees a problem. And I do think he was a man of peace, but I also think peace does not necessarily mean no conflict, which is something I think in the past that's what I thought. So I would say now I have more wisdom on this. I still struggle to be a people pleaser. But I do it, and I do at times avoid conflict with friends and family, but I am improving. And I would say one way uh, that I've in, improved is that conflict is kind of a necessary part of a healthy relationship. So I believe, you know, true relationships between two authentic, genuine people that are giving back and forth, that there should be some conflict in the healthy relationship like if you can fight well you can love well I've heard something like that so I believe also the conflict always starts within me before it goes anywhere else there's always some conflict in me that is coming out at somebody else and when I think about faith you know and and just necessary the winter faith with Frazier the name of my podcast winter faith is kind of about this conflict yes I believe but I also have doubt Yes, I doubt this situation. I'm feeling very pessimistic, but I'm hopeful that God is going to redeem this situation or this relationship. 
But I haven't had all my relationships be redeemed. I haven't had all my relationships be restored. Many of them, there's been conflict in an unhealthy manner and they've just kind of ended. But those relationships in life that I have gone through conflict with, those that I have kind of fought with and, and held resentment against and then had to forgive them and they had to forgive me, those those relationships are the real healthy relationships and there's just something good about conflict that what it brings out in me what it brings out in other people that it can be a healthy productive thing um sort of like you know that kind of simple analogy or metaphor of fire an example um that fire can be used to um you know warm someone by you know you take fire and you're at a campsite you're outside you you form a fire and it's something that brings people together it's something that brings warmth it's something that brings uh comfort so fire can be a very good thing or fire can be something that just like going on in california and in recently that fire can get out of control and it can be destructive so just that example of fire i think is, is conflict that it can be destructive or can it be constructive where it's actually forming so I do believe, you know, healthy relationships have to have conflict, whether it's with your family, your friends, your wife, both sides must state their feelings and thoughts and not be worried about what the other side is saying about them when they state those feelings and thoughts, taking into consideration these feelings and thoughts, not taking them personally all the time. And I do believe that healthy conflict involves criticism. And I, again, something in the past, I used to hate criticism. Sometimes I still do. But I believe I can learn from what critics say about me. I can learn what critics uh, that are my friends are saying because maybe somebody's being critical of me, but I really need to hear it. So it's in a very trustful and faithful way to God that I hear criticism. But yeah, sometimes I don't want criticism from people at all. But when I get criticism from my closest friends, I think that that is something that is very, very helpful. And also, I believe conflict is a good form of communication because it lets us insight into our, our own fear, our own strength, our own limitation, and also another person's fear and strength and limitation. Um, I think I, as I talked about, have a limitation in not being assertive enough, and it pains me to kind of say that I'm not assertive enough, uh, assertive enough but I have to speak up for myself. And I can't be passive or let someone else uh, take care of me. I need to be able to take care of myself. There's something very good about that. And I also think when we create conflict, it's a very vulnerable feeling. I think it's vulnerable to let people see you in all ways, physically, emotionally, spiritually. So they see the good things in you. They see the not so good things in you. They see your strengths. They see your limitations. And so I hope that I have a relationship with my future wife where I'm able to be completely open and completely real. But also I must have patience and humility and listen when I'm receiving uh, feedback in, in those relationships, just, just like all of us. So there's just something really good to know about how we can deal with conflict. And one of the things that I saw as a chaplain in a hospital was just how often there was so much conflict in the family and all that conflict in the family took away from the grieving process. 
And I don't think if, if we're not grieving correctly, then we're not healing correctly. And so that's part of conflict that funerals and weddings, big life events, birthday parties, holidays, they can bring about a lot, a lot of, of conflict. And we need to not avoid this conflict and not be aggressive about the conflict, but we need to be able to receive and listen from both sides. I think one of my uh, critiques of kind of the world we live in is you're either on one extreme, one extreme politically or the other side politically. You're either red or you're blue. And maybe you're either a Christian or not a Christian. Or maybe you're a Protestant or you're Catholic or you're black or you're white. There's a lot of, I think what we've done is we've taken extremes instead of getting around a table and working together to deal with conflict. And there's some things that are only um, going to be solved by God for sure. But there's also some things that I think we as kind of the humans can do a better job in our relationships. And kind of like what I've said before, whatever starts in your own house, whatever starts in your own house and kind of your family of origin and now your current family, whether that's living by yourself or having a roommate or being married with kids or being married without kids, you're all we're all forming some way of communication and some pattern of how we deal with conflict, how we deal with feedback, and how we deal with people in general. So we have to be able to really, you know, think back to, hey, how did I see conflict when I was a kid? And my guess is that has a lot of influence on how you see conflict today. So I want to uh, just go here with a few common questions and, and really some common statements that I hear about conflict. And, and a lot of these are, are specific to marriage just because that's kind of at the forefront of my mind right now. So here's a few questions. Should we fight in front, in front of our friends? Yes and no. So I think in some way having a fight and having conflict in front of friends can be very unhealthy because there might be some patterns that are forming that other people don't need to see and also maybe it's not very um, there's not some honest response because maybe you're putting on a show or I'm putting on a show for somebody that's there as an audience member on another way I think it can be healthy to have conflict in front of friends because maybe then we can see and we can receive some feedback from the collective wisdom of our community if they're close friends and we can say all right I know you guys are having conflict Maybe we can listen to you guys and kind of hear your conflict and give you some feedback, give you maybe some advice. I'm not real big on advice, but definitely some feedback that can be helpful could be good. So I'd say in, in some ways it's okay to have conflict in, in, front, in front of friends. In some ways it's not. And once again, this is talking about kind of a marriage relationship. Should we have conflict in front of our children? I think this is still something that is really uh, difficult to determine. I think in some ways, if we have conflict in front of children, then children learn how to deal with conflict in a healthy way. I also think conflict to extreme amount can be very, un, uh, very unhealthy for children. So a lot of these questions are very much yes and no. And that's, that's difficult because it takes discernment and it takes wisdom. But I would say my gut feeling is I want to be able to have conflict in front of my close friends and have conflict in front of my children and for it to be a healthy learning example. Because I think what happens is if we just ignore conflict in front of 
children in front of our friends, maybe in churches, if we're just running away from conflict all the time, that there's not going to be any growth. I think when there's tension and when there's conflict, that's a real opportunity to grow. So that's just something, you know, to kind of to place in your mind, agree or disagree. I'd love any feedback. You can check it out on Twitter. You can check it out on Facebook. I'm going to post this on iTunes, Podbean, Facebook, Twitter. I'll probably put a picture of it on my Instagram with a link to it. So in all of these ways, there's just something, uh, you know, I would love to have more uh, feedback from anybody listening about how to deal with with conflict in front of children and and in front of friends. Um, I've also heard these common statements when talking about conflict. Um, don't go to bed angry or don't go to bed when the sun goes down. I think this is too often over overused. I think sometimes we need a break. Sometimes we have stuff to do. We have a schedule to keep, so we need to go to bed, get a good night's sleep, come back the next day, and then we can deal with conflict in a healthy way. But yeah, there is, like I said, we need to be able to state how we're feeling then, even if we can't address the conversation at that time. But I do think there is something about, yeah, let's get a good night. Let's sleep on it. Let's come back. Let's let our brain kind of recharge. And and then let's go into having this discussion and having this kind of disagreement in a healthy way. Also, I think another common statement is someone who is a leader needs to decide what to do with this. I think that this example is kind of frustrating to me and it comes out of my own experience that Jesus called people to follow. Jesus never called people to lead. And I know that some people would say yes, that uh, or no, I completely disagree with that. There are people who need to be leaders. You know, the, the men need to be leaders. The women need to be leaders. The old and wise need to be leaders. But I really think, you know, what Jesus says has follow me. So if I'm following Jesus and somebody else is following me and they see that as leadership, that's fine. Um, some form of servant leadership or whatever you want to call it. But I really think that we are supposed to be followers of Jesus and, and how he lives for, for me as a Christian. I know not everybody listening is a Christian, but for me, I'm, you know, I'm looking at, hey, I want to be a good follower. I want to be a good listener. I want to be able to receive feedback. I want to be able to give feedback in in healthy ways when when dealing with disagreements and conflict so i think the uh, marriage should be kind of a a group project that it's two sides coming together it's not one side that's greater than the other side it's not one side that is wiser than the other side but it's two people coming together and both people are are kind of followers of jesus followers of of god and and my uh, faith my faith, but in in other people, it might be uh, something else that that you're following. So these are just you know some of the things that I that I think about when talking about conflict, talking about assertiveness, and and just something I'm trying to gain more experience in that I'm trying to learn from, and I'm trying to grow from. So I hope that there's something in this podcast that is helpful to you. I want to go over kind of the four ways of dealing with conflict, which is conquest, to seek a battle and try to beat the other person, surrender, that one side gives in because they don't want to deal with the other side, withdrawal, which is giving up and not stating your opinion, and resolution, that you'll talk it out. Uh, There's a podcast I listen to that is called Marriage is Funny, 
And they said, because most things can be solved with talking it out and big bear hugs. So there's something about big bear hugs and talking it out. I think I, I really like that line. So I'm going to steal it from, from Marriage is Funny. I enjoy that podcast from time to time. Um, if you guys have any feedback for me, you can check me out at Winter Faith with Fraser on iTunes. You can look at my Facebook page, which I'm going to uh, probably update that soon to be Winter Faith with Fraser. And you can follow me on Twitter at AFraser3, AFraser3 on Twitter. So um, also, I'm probably um, going to end my website with was Andrew G. Fraser and just go with the Podbean website and probably a free uh, blog post website, uh, perhaps. So that's something that I hope to do uh, more. But anyways, I hope you get something out of uh, this episode on conflict and relationships. Let's remember that the problem is not really the problem. It's how you handle the problem. How are we talking it out? How are we being able to be vulnerable about how we're feeling and what we're thinking and how are we able to listen? So I am going to let Caleb end this podcast with his song like he always does. And I will catch you next week. All right. Thanks for listening. This has been Winter Faith with Frazier. And Andy is out. Mm-hmm.